thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the show as we had a lot to get into going on around sports, politics, um, entertainment. And of course, we saw the NBA draft this past week. So congrats to all the players that have been drafted to have their dreams come true of taking that next step in their basketball careers. We will be getting into more around the NBA draft in more detail on later episodes as we continue to watch players preparing for the excitement of the start of their new chapter as a pro basketball player in the league. And of course, we had to get into Nikwa Sonia Jr.'s career, talking around his path. I love always hearing some inspirational stories and the different journeys that people are on in their careers as they're pursuing their dreams, chasing their passion, and using their passion to fulfill their purpose. And then we had the chance to hear from Michaela McNuff talking around all that's going on in politics, across the election, across the man in LA that threatened to shoot Biden supporters if Biden won, while Biden has won. And goodness, I am still scared of the fact that we have people out there that are so angry about the election or so angry about a political win that they are that they would even say in voice that they'd be moved to kill someone over it. It's terrifying that the world we live in, you can lose your life over something like politics. And then also we had the chance to get into Will's fantasy footballers. Now, Will did pick on the defensive end, looking at the Miami Dolphins in the matchup for Denver. So for all you fantasy footballers, be sure to keep an eye out for Miami's defense, and hopefully they'll help you get some points this week. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We are nearing Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving is here already. This year has flown by for as much as we like to complain about 2020. It is already almost December, which is insane. So make the most of each day. Be blessed. Nothing is ever worth the hatred, the violence, discrimination that we unfortunately see being spewed across social media and across our world. So be a positive influence out there in the world today. That's my message and goal to you is do something to positively bring a smile to someone else's face, change their life. You never know what they may be going through. So something as simple as a smile, a hello, a how are you doing, holding the door for them goes a long way. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. I'll see you back here for more on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington with more news, sports, entertainment, and much more here on Fox Sports Radio each and every week, bringing you the latest and the greatest. See you next time. It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live with Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Welcome to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington here on Fox Sports Radio. Joining me on the show, we've got sportscaster, musician, and co-host of Award Tour, the podcast, Nkwa Asonye. Welcome, Nkwa. How are you? Thanks for having me, Renee. I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you. I'm happy to have you here because I know you wear many hats and something that stands out to me about everything you've got going on professionally, whether as an on-air talent or even as a basketball coach, is that you work in so many different areas. So I want to go back to where it all began. 
because you do work as a sportscaster and a musician and a host and a coach and many things. <laughs> um, what really got you started in this in this career path specifically? So when it came to sportscasting, I fell in love at a very early age before I even knew what happened. Um, I was somebody who wanted to be an athlete. Didn't really happen. I lied to myself for years, but along <laughs> the way of that, I would really be listening to John Sterling on the radio. I can't tell you how many times I avoided trouble by being able to shut up once the Yankees hit a walk-off home run. But mm -hmm. I think the first time it ever clicked for me, um, I was just watching highlights of the Knicks-Nuggets game. I'll never forget it because that game, the Knicks were on the road. Jamal Crawford hits a three, like three steps in front of the half court line. And I hear somebody go, let's it go for three. Oh! <laughs> Little did I soon know afterward that that's going to be my, that was my hero, Gus Johnson on the call. But that was the day I was like, wait, you can do this and get paid for real. Right. And immediately out of, out of high school, I went to George Washington university, um, got really involved at the campus radio station there. And after that, was able to catch on and do a lot of freelance work with ESPN3, a lot of games with St. John's University, a few games with Stony Brook University before COVID hit, obviously. Mm -hmm. And even one summer uh, doing uh, collegiate summer baseball with the uh, Coastal Plain League. So been all over the place. <laughs> been around the world. I yay yay. That's my song, <laughs> though. Good pick. Right? Yeah. I just I don't know when you said that it triggered the song in my head. So I felt like I had to say it out loud. <laughs> um <laughs> no, but what I like about that is that realization, the moment of on understanding that you can have this as a career. And I know even for myself, when I first got started in my career, it was really that same switch that flicked on, like, oh, wait a minute. I like to talk. I like sports. I actually am a former athlete, of course, so a little different, but I oh, like sports. Boy, you played soccer, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three-time oh. All-American. <laughs> lead with that next Mike time. Mike drop, though. <laughs> um, no, no, I did. I did. But that's something that having played at a high level, having the chance to play a little pro, having a chance to coach college, not to throw all my resume out there. But I knew I wanted to stay in a high level of sports. And I also still coach youth sports. and I'm still involved with youth sports. But it's not the same as what I was wanting to get into. So I was realizing I like to talk. I like to talk sports. I like to watch sports. I like the adrenaline rush of them. What does that look like in a job? Oh, wait, sports reporting. So I feel, I feel that personally because I went through that as well when it hit me. Like I didn't, I didn't want to get into what my major was, public relations. I wanted to go into a different track. Mm -hmm. So has there, any, has there been any specific sport that you've enjoyed covering the most and that you've seen yourself maybe you know, leaning towards even more in terms of coverage or, or even like a level college versus pro? Um, anything specific that you find yourself tending to like a little bit more? That is such a good question because the e the easy answer would be basketball. Right. You know, because I, even when I was an undergrad, I was able to be uh, the, the color commentator for the, the men's games when they were on the flagship station. So I, that's really sort of been my bread and butter. It's, it's impossible to escape. But after that, it's a tie between softball and volleyball and those are two sports that I had the opportunity uh, uh, most of the games with St. John's University to really get my hands dirty but also just to learn more about the game 
Like even when I had gotten the chance to call volleyball for the first time, it was a 2013 Atlantic 10 uh, women's volleyball tournament, which was ironically back on campus at GW. A shout out to Dan DeVeglio, who was the uh, sports information director there at the time that recommended me. So that was a game I had never really watched as intently before. But between all the different terms and the, the quickness of the action, I'm like, this is actually very, very lit. And when it comes to softball, as I mentioned before, I, I played baseball through, through high school and stuff like that. But everything sort of happened so fast in softball. Mm-hmm. So many different moving parts from there being a special runner to having the pitcher that can hit for herself, but you flex the second baseman just because she's got a bum arm or whatever it is. There are just so many pieces that revolve around softball that make it really fun. Plus, seven innings, you get top-tier talent. I mean, one of my most thrilling calls was uh, Gretchen Bowie at the time was playing for St. John's. I think she's actually coming back for her her grad this year. She's going to take the extra year of eligibility. There was a game they were trailing Butler 5-2 in the bottom of the seventh innings, and softball is only seven innings. Mm-hmm. She already had homered once before. She was a tying run. She ties the game in the bottom of the seventh. In extra innings, she ropes the game-winning double to left field. That was an all-time euphoric moment for me. Wow. Wow. Shout out to the Atlantic 10. I went to LaSalle University. You went to G-Dub. Oh! (laughs) As you were saying that, I'm like, it's funny because I don't often hear people talk about the A-10 because they don't always know about it. But if you were in it, you definitely do if you've worked in it. So Um, that's awesome, though. I was not expecting volleyball and softball at all. Because as you mentioned, basketball or even football, I know not every school has football. But those are like the easier answers to say that you enjoy covering. But I was not expecting softball. What I like about that is the fact that in cover, what I've noticed in covering sports that are not as popular in that sense or doesn't have as much coverage, they do tend to really love what you do. They just appreciate you so much more. I you know? agree. And, and I'll even go feeling. back. I'll, I'll go back even one more Atlantic 10 story. This was, I got to look back on my wall because I kept that pass. It was one of my favorite times. It was the softball tournament, I believe in 2016, also hosted at GW. So I'm telling you, GW is all over the place. They've been, they've been really, really good to me. And I, I love and respect them. <laughs> love that, that campus. I've been there, by the way. Oh man, it, huh, so many memories. But before we get <laughs> sidetracked, that was a series where the 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 softball field on the Mount Vernon campus, they don't have any lights. So all the games had to be played during the day. And the weather had played so many tricks. And at the time, the A-10 had a contract with what was then the American Sports Network. Mm-hmm. So the original plan was myself and uh, Dante Verme, who was calling the games with me. I think he still actually does games down there at GW. He and I both went back and forth, swapping roles. Um, and then what happened was, a game got called because of darkness and then there was rain and there was no flexibility with the TV partner to switch those games. So I ended up getting the opportunity to call the elimination game and the championship game play by play. So at that time it was my third tournament that I got the opportunity to do play by play for. Wow. So, and the crazy thing is the, a lot of the Fordham parents, cause the Fordham, they, they've been running the A-10 in softball for quite a long time, but they were up with us and they would overhear us and I would hear them go, 
I'm so glad that you guys got this call because you guys have been absolutely incredible. And that that's really high praise to hear. Mm-hmm. Parents can be very tough critics. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, even the fact that for, for teams or sports that are a little bit smaller, it's also the fact that they are just excited to have someone that is into it, calling the game knowledgeably and also like taking time to learn the players and to speak knowledgeably on the team. I mean, I've covered everything from high school sports to professional. And I feel like in the high school or the smaller sports, even like women's sports at a high level that don't have as many people that are actively involved, you see them tend to get excited because like, wow, thank you so much. Like, thank you for appreciating my talent and or whether it's a parent, a grandparent, an athlete, that they really do respect the fact that you, you're taking time to help cover all the, that they have going on on the field. So that is incredible. It is a privilege. Yeah. And you know, it it, sometimes it kills me because you see this in the industry all the time. Everyone loves to shoot for the moon, the NFLs, the NBAs, and don't get me wrong. I understand why, but there's no reason why you don't treat any other sport with as much attention and with as much care. I mean, it doesn't matter whether they're never going to play again, or they eventually go pro like, who knows some of the, the ladies I had the chance to call, they may play in this athletes unlimited league that just started. Um, it's just the hugest opportunity to be in front of a headset and talk about a game like that. Take advantage of every opportunity. It's, mm-hmm. it should go without saying. It should, it should. So I completely agree. And I definitely think it's, it's awesome to have the opportunity to call those types of games and, to be able to, you know, bring that experience to families and, and, and fans, essentially. So I do want to get into this piece of your bio and who you are also being that you're involved as a musician. Oh, okay. And that's something that I don't know if, an, an, I don't know if you make that widely known. Maybe I missed it, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Tell I'm, me more. I, I will. So. It's funny because I sort of turned to sports as a rebellion from music because I was taking, you know, piano lessons and and all that sort of stuff. Um, I thought at the time it was boring because all I was getting to play was classical music. And I was like, this this is not fun. Like, I can't play Bach. And then you give me a Ron Canoli track to try and figure out like, no, these two things don't go together. So I ran to sports almost as a rebellion. But the whole time, I couldn't really shake it. You know, I was involved in the gospel choir when I was in college. Uh, when I came back, I was really involved in my church, um, both as sort of the arranger, choir director, whatever you want to call it, and also a saxophone player. So I got wow. the chance to play with a lot of uh, a lot of local, not lo- actually not local, very, very good talent. And I was just privileged to even get out there and be able to hang with people who like do this for a living. So I stopped trying to hide one from the other. Of course, it was during a broadcast. Uh, it was division. It was division two. Um, the, the team we were calling it for was down by a lot. And I was just going back and forth with my color commentator. I met for the first time. He's like, Hey, so if they go down by 20, you have to sing your next call. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, they go down 20. I forget what it was. I sang. But that was the day I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop hiding one for the other. Yeah. So, like, I, that's when I started. Originally, I had a podcast called In My Bag because 
it allowed me to talk about everything. Right. And I even used the second season of that podcast, which is on hiatus right now. Um, I use it to talk to local artists. I use it to talk to still people in sports as well. And it was the chance for me to finally embrace all parts of it. So that's something I'm really, really grateful for. Wow. Wow. So do you still sing, perform? I do. Involved in the choir or anything? uh, Still active. I'm being super cryptic, so I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you didn't want to share. So, well, okay, I won't dig Oh, no, I, no you, 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 got it, you got it out of me. And it's, it's nice. It's the first time I've ever been asked about it. So it's cool. Yeah, and I like that you said you, you finally realized that it's okay to kind of allow the two worlds to both coexist and that you can be both. Because I do feel like a lot of times in our careers and even just in life in general, we find that people are always telling us we have to choose. Like, I know people are always yes. telling me, you're doing too much. Why are you, you're going to burn yourself out. You're stretching yourself too thin. I'm like, listen, I'm in my twenties. I'm not married. I don't have kids. Why not do it now? Like I had the rest of my life to do one job and to just do the same thing every day. And if I can do multiple things and work in many areas and cover different sports and have all these different hobbies and, and activities and things that I'm doing um, along with, my, my main job, have my side jobs. Why not? They all exactly. know about each other. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. Like this, this is the time. And there are a lot, listen, this pandemic has been a terrible thing on this country in so many different ways. But I think that it has then taught us to sort of reevaluate what's left. And there's a lot of pain to sort through. There's a lot of frustration to sort through, a lot of bills to sort through, especially in our industry as well. Mm. But for those of us who have been given the privilege to, to rise up for another day, you now have to come to grips with what exactly you want out of it and whether or not the way that life was constructed for you before the whole world, or at least this country came to a full stop, you reevaluate what, what's actually going to be important to you. Yeah, and it does make you really appreciate everything that you have in life. And why not now? There's no guarantee. Who would have thought that a pandemic was going to shut down everything? Yeah. No, we definitely, if if nothing else, 2020 has taught us that you cannot wait. You have, if you can make it happen or you can at least start working towards something, you know, go ahead and do it. Why wait until, you know, or plan to wait? Oh, you know what? Next year, I'm going to wait until things slow down. I'm going to wait until I'm financially got this, this, this. No, Can't no, no, get no, no slower. <laughs> Can't get it never slower. gets slower. It only gets it exactly. It only gets more hectic. So do it now because nothing is guaranteed. That's something we have definitely learned. Don't take anything for granted, even going outside without having to wear a face mask. Now that's something that I, I am looking forward to the day I can just walk outside of my door and not have to worry about the sanitizing or wearing a face mask or anything. Oh, These are it's so funny. The little things. That. Absolutely. Because this morning I was actually just I was I was on a I was on a real music kick this morning. Um, if Kirk Franklin ever hears this, I just want to sit in on one session and just watch him work. But there was one. I love Kirk Franklin. Man, he's he is the reason why I love music so he's much. The reason because why you sing. <laughs> you are on it with the references today. Absolutely. I thought you were gonna when you started saying he's the reason why. I'm thinking like, all right, you gotta you have. Come on now. This I'm not like, letting it rip. I'm not letting it rip yet. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But what I, like I will, but what I will say is this: I saw a video of a full concert 
with him, his band, his singers. And I'm just sitting there like, we're going to have to wait another year and change for anything remotely resembling that. And that hurts. Mm-hmm. That really does hurt. I do hope the process is, is sped up in one way or another in the safest way possible, but it, it makes you think. It really does. It does. It does. I know I've been seeing um, actually people that are going back to having like, there's like concerts and stuff going on. People, I am not participating in any social gatherings because I don't trust it. I'm still nervous. I'm still very apprehensive, but it definitely is something that like those little things, as we talk about, you really start to appreciate, but I definitely want to know for you, what's next? What are you working on? What can we expect? You know, what's, where do you hope to continue to grow and take your career, especially now in this year, which has been a year of pivoting for a lot of people. And what's something that you've been doing to pivot and really adjust to now grow yourself professionally? So I think the biggest thing that I've done to grow myself is actually invest in like the equipment and Mm -hmm. being able to do stuff at home. Because I'm grateful because it took a while before I moved into my own place where I actually had room to establish a place where I have my computer on one side, I have a monitor on the other, I've got my microphones, USB audio interface, like I have a full service studio pretty much built to do whatever it is I needed to do. And yes, there is a keyboard on the other side and my saxophones are in the other corner. So it's, <laughs> it's finally a space to be able to do all of that. Um, and I think really what's next is just honestly reading the room and continuing to create. Um, I'm such, I, I really am a big fan of my podcast. I really give a lot of credit and a lot of love to my co-host, Brian Alvin. I mean, it's a podcast talking about race and sports. I mean, we were talking about this maybe three or four years ago, but right. it just so happened that now was the time to actually pilot it and, and put it forward. I mean, I may have the creative juice, but that man does nuts and bolts like no other. And frankly, he gives better awards than me. <laughs> it's great to have a show <laughs> where you have a host that can accentuate your weaknesses, but that's my brother, man. So being able to carry that project on a little bit further is is really really awesome i'm starting to be a little bit more unafraid i guess of what's happening out there so i'm I'm definitely not against traveling but as far as next steps for me definitely want to continue building on what i have in-house in terms of the the broadcasting and the podcasting part there might be something else down the line again intentionally cryptic and when this drops hopefully it will all make sense (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's exciting. And this is a time for growth and self-reflection and really to, to take time for yourself. So, you know, it's great to hear that you've been working. And I know one of the best things about podcasts is you have the freedom and the creative control to now put in, you know, whatever type of content you want to discuss or topics or issues or whatever you want. To, it's, it's, a, it's a chance to show your own personality, to show what you can do as not only a broadcaster, but just as a media personality that people now want to, you know, listen to you and subscribe and follow along. So where can people listen and subscribe and follow along to keep up with what you've got going on? Oh, so (laughs) since there is a lot of stuff going on, the only thing I was going to say is that whenever someone even like three or four degrees away says, Hey, I really liked your show. I'm like, you listen, this is great. Because you, you put it out and you never know what's going to come back. So here's, how you can keep, so here's how you can keep up with everything. So 
uh, award tour of the podcast, Q-Tip, please don't sue us. We want to work with you, not against you. We're not even using award tour for the instrumental. Please don't sue us. Please work with us. But the award tour, award tour of the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's hosted on Anchor, wherever else you get your podcasts. That is exactly where you'll get them. We drop new episodes every Thursday, and we do talk about the intersection between race and sports, and we do it very frankly. We think it out. If you want hot takes, you'll get maybe one from me, but not necessarily all that much. Um, I'm on Twitter and on Instagram. It's underscore I-A-M-N-K-W-A. And just keep it plugged there because I'm, as Renee can attest, I'm pretty active on that. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate you joining us on the show and taking time to talk about your career, taking time to share what you've got going on. Sounds like you have a lot of great things coming your way. And this is just the beginning for Inqua Asonia. So thank you so much. And I hope that you all hit that subscribe button for not only Beyond the Headlines, but go head over to check out his show, Award Tour, the podcast. And for, our, for us here at Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington, be sure to follow each and every week with the latest content around news, sports, entertainment, music, and much, much more. Thank you all for joining us. And thanks for tuning in. What's up, everyone? Renee Washington here. And thank you so much for being tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington right here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow the show every Wednesday for a new episode starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the show. Turn off the news. We're spilling the beans with Michaela McNuff on the latest news, music, and culture. What's poppin' Beyond the Headlines family? And welcome to another week of Spilling the Beans on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. I'm your host, Michaela McNuff, giving you the latest news, drama, and everything sports. A Los Angeles man is arrested after threatening to shoot Biden supporters, and District Attorney Jackie Johnson is voted out of office. Stick with me to get the details on that, and if you haven't done so, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at anchor underscore McNuff to let me know what you think about today's discussion. Georgia's District attorney Jackie Johnson is voted out of office. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Jackie Johnson was the district attorney who was assigned to help the investigation in the death of Ahmaud Aubrey. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ahmaud Aubrey was an African-American man and he was taking a jog in his neighborhood. Unfortunately, not only was he harassed, but he was racially profiled and shot and killed by a white former police officer. Now, of course, the community was extremely upset they responded with striking they responded with marching and doing all these wonderful things we came together and we demanded justice now jackie johnson was assigned to this specific case however it did come to surface that jackie did know one of the suspects that was on the case and decided to rescue both him and herself now what comes in the dark guys comes out to the light and let me tell you what goes around comes around Jackie Johnson was voted out of office by over 86,000 votes. She was voted out. So, like I said, what goes around comes around. Unfortunately, she did not properly handle the investigation. One thing that we have to understand is that when we're taking on these occupations, when we're taking on these careers, 
yeah, you're working, but you're not just doing a nine to five or you're not just clocking in and out. You are taking a vow. You are vowing to protect the community. You are vowing to hold a certain level of integrity and values and morals. You are taking a vow to live up to the mission statement of the company. You are taking a vow to protect the community by any means possible. And you have to be able to separate your work from your personal life. You know, there's many of times where I've had jobs and I've had friends and, you know, they've, they've come into my job or whatever the situation may be. But I knew that at the end of the day, this is a professional job. This is a profession. This is something that I have to uphold. I have to carry myself a certain way. I have to live up to the values and the mission statement of that company. And I have to perform to the best of my abilities. So the fact that this lady was willing to compromise that for a friend just really shows how she truly cared about the community as a whole. And it's, it's extremely sad and it's extremely frustrating to know that this is still taking place even today. But don't fret, guys. Jackie has been voted out of office. And I do pray that whoever does take her place is able to use her as an example and is able to understand the true meaning of justice, the true meaning of community involvement and the true meaning of productive work. Because that's what we're lacking in this in this country, to be honest. And it's very sad and it's very frustrating. But I do pray that it does get better. And I do hope. Even now with this election and with so many changes going on, I do hope that it does get better. And just when we thought it was getting bad, it just went from bad to worse. An L.A. man was arrested after threatening to shoot Biden supporters. Now, for those of you who don't know, there was a video that actually surfaced online. It went viral, unfortunately. And in this video, a man boldly looks into the camera. He has all this anger. You can just tell like he's just speaking from a position of hate. He proceeds to go into details as far as what his plans are should the election go in a way that he does not feel it should go now here's my thing in this country we are given specific rights we have freedom of press we have freedom of religion we have gun rights we have the right to petition we have the right to protest we have all these constitutional rights that are given to us and so who are you to tell somebody that if they use that same constitutional right that was given to them that you are going to harm them and take their life who does that I pray that the Lord has mercy on your soul for you to boldly get online and say that. And, you know, looking at the not only was the video disturbing, guys, but the outcome was even more disturbing. The man was pulled over by LAPD and he was arrested. After the man was arrested, he was released. And according to officials and according to the LAPD, the reason why this man was released is because he claimed that he was quote unquote drunk and he did not mean anything he said lapd also resulted and said that he did not seem like he was a complete threat and so this is the reason why they let him go this is exactly how our community is failing this is exactly how our government is failing this is exactly how this judicial system is failing because if this was a man who did not look like him it might not have been the same outcome I'm just being honest. You said that this man doesn't perceive to be a threat. But yet, in my opinion, if he was bold enough to get online and say he was going to do these things, then I honestly think he's bold enough to actually do it. And that's just what it is. Because when you give things out, when you push things out online, you have to understand that whatever you put online is on there. You can't, you know, whether you try to take it off or whatever, it's out there. And so the idea of him putting it out there was a bold statement. And everything he said, I truly believe that he meant. And so this is why we have to be careful. And this is why all these shootings and all this hate and all this, all these things tend to happen because we have people with this type of behavior. And instead of stopping it at the root, we're encouraging it. This is not okay. 
So guys, I say that to say this. Please be safe. Please be conscious of your surroundings. Please pray before you leave your house. Please just be very conscious about where you're going and what you're doing and who you're with because, you know, life is just so short. So put God first, y'all. Be safe. Pray before you leave your home. Just stay as protected as you can. And thank y'all so much for tuning in. I know this was a lot, but I definitely had to get this off my chest. And I definitely wanted to hook y'all up and let y'all know what was going on. Because y'all know I be all up in the business. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. You are listening to Spilling the Beans on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. I'm your host, Michaela McNuff, signing out. Peace. You are tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM for a new episode every Wednesday starting at 12 PM Eastern Time. Back to the show. Guys, it's your boy, William D., back again with another episode of Will's Fantasy Footballers. Now, remember, you can catch us on the Beyond the Headlines podcast with Renee Washington on Fox Sports 96.9 FM at 1340 AM. Now, let's take a look at our player from last week, Terry McLaurin from the Washington football team. Please, let's get this team a doggone name. My gosh. Anyway, he helped out his fantasy owners with seven receptions and 95 yards, which is good enough for a wide receiver three flex play scoring at about 10.2 fantasy points. I hope, you, I hope he helped you guys out this week. Now, I want to do something a little bit different and take a look at our defensive streamers. I love the Miami Dolphins this week. They are my second-ranked defense for this week, and I really like them a lot as they're going up against the Denver Broncos. That Miami Dolphins team is tied for fourth in the league for points per game allowed and tied for fifth in the league in takeaways. You're looking at 20.1 points allowed and you're looking at 14 takeaways. Not bad. The Broncos are ranked 27th in offense and this match has been perfect for your fantasy lineup and they may be available on your waiver wire. I was able to pick them up in a few leagues and this will be a good pickup for you as well that will do it for me i hope you guys enjoy week 11 of the nfl this is your boy william d and i am out you are tuned in to beyond the headlines with renee washington don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow the show on itunes google play spotify and fox sports 96.9 fm 1340 a.m for a new episode every wednesday starting at 12 p.m eastern time back to the show Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Coming up on this edition of the show right here on Fox Sports Radio, we get the show started with Nakua Asonye Jr., who is talking about his career, his path as a Christian musician, on-air talent, coach, man of many talents, I should say, as we're talking about all the ways he has evolved and grown over the years and what's next for him. Then over in Spilling the Beans with Michaela McNuff, Michaela is giving you all the drama around election madness and the arrest of a man that was threatening to shoot and kill Biden supporters, as well as the news going on down in Georgia. So we've got those details with Michaela McNuff before we've got Will's fantasy footballers as he's recapping his pick last week, Scary Terry and Terry McLaurin's week for the Washington football team and looking ahead at the player to watch this week across the NFL. We've got all those details and more right here on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Enjoy. Only on Beyond the Headlines, this is Beyond the Headlines. 
Only on beyond the headlines This is beyond the headlines Only on beyond the headlines This is beyond the headlines With Renee Washington